Hello. My name is Mike. Um, and we're here to do the uh, a Jones Family Annual, uh, I guess, semi-tradition now. Um, I think we've done it for a couple like, years, right? That's a, it's an institution now. Yeah. You can't I not remember. do it now. So. Uh, this is the, the Mike and Sarah Oscar preview pod with Mike and Sarah. I'm Mike. I'm Sarah. Folks, we're here. And uh, like I said, uh, America is, uh, has nothing else important going on these days. Nothing else. Everything's fine. Which is why we're taking time to uh, go over the Oscars, because everything's fine. Nothing to worry about. We're all great. Uh, they're this Sunday. We always like to watch them and indulge ourselves in the dumb stuff that happens and... Play a little Oscar bingo. Play a little Oscar bingo. Always fun. And eat some snacks. Eat some snacks, and see what uh, see what unfolds. So um, we're kind of gonna go through the categories here, and before we get into that, can I ask one general Oscars question? Yes. No host again this year, right? No host. Okay, I'm excited because yeah, I no honestly, host was uh, was good. Honestly, yeah, I was a fan of that last year. I was a little skeptical going in just because I didn't know how cohesive it would feel. But honestly, it was better because there wasn't as much weird filler, and I liked that it gave them the presenters a little bit more time. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, just hosting is so cheesy. It's just. Uh, it just lets them have yeah. more time for like the actual speeches and stuff. Exactly. Like um, so I think that's gonna be good. And uh, I'm sure we'll we'll kind of diverge for rants every now and then, but uh, we're kind of gonna go through the categories and use that to prompt discussion and go from there. Um, I think first up on our we're kind of starting on the Oscar side, going from the bottom up here. The first one I'm looking at is writing for original screenplay. Oh yeah, which is a pretty stacked category here. Got uh, *Knives Out*, *Marriage Story*, *1917*, *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*, and *Parasite*. I feel like this is a pretty tough category. This is a real. This is a heavy hitter category. I mean, I'm personally would be pulling for *Knives Out* just because. I loved Knives Out so much, and I think this was its only nom, right? I think so. So I feel like this is the one that Knives Out will probably win. I, I think it deserves it, because it was just mm -hmm. such a clever story, and I just really enjoyed the movie. Um, but I definitely could see arguments for really every other movie in this category. Yeah, I think... Um, I think you're probably... I think you're probably right. That'd be... I think... I think we're either going to see... I would guess that either Knives Out takes this or the eventual best picture takes this. Yeah, I could see that. In some sort of like mass sweep situation, yeah. which I don't think, I don't know if we'll have this year. Because um, it feels like kind of, it feels like a lot of different like uh, horses kind of jockeying. Uh, one thing, um, if we're talking about writing and original screenplays, uh, we're going to, I think we'll be getting into... Uh, some of these later in some other key categories but i think this is a i think we can start to see some uh some snubs here i think a big snub of mine for this category is uncut gems oh yeah i didn't even think about that i one. think this like you know 
I think all these movies are pretty good. I don't know which one I would kick out to put Uncut Gems in. Maybe Marriage Story, to be honest. But yeah, like, I guess of the five, Marriage Story to me feels like I think the it's, weakest. Yeah. And I mean, I really, I liked Marriage Story a lot, but um, if I had to pick one to kick out of this category, that's probably the one that I would drop. Yeah, and I think, um, and I think we'll see across the board here is that uh, some other A it's Uncut Gems distributed by A24, um, a kind of publishing company, and some of their other big movies also got left out of a couple big categories. I don't know if they're just not very good at playing the nomination game here, but they're getting robbed left and right, and I'm not a fan of that. So yeah, it was a weird year for them. It was a weird year. Um, but do we want to move on to adapted screenplays? Oh, yeah. Next up, we have uh, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, uh, the most dangerous film ever produced and released <laughs> in America, The Joker. Uh, it's going to call Joker, not The Joker. I'm sorry. Edit. Uh, Little Women and The Two Popes. Um, I think The Irishman has to take this. See, I guess I'm a little conflicted because the only one that I've actually read the source material is Little Women. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciated the take on little women that's true because I, I guess that one's one i mean ever you know they've done little women so many times but i still felt like it was a really fresh way to look at the story yeah that's i think it, it in that sense it i think it is the best like has kind of the it is the best adapted screenplay in that it's an adaption of a story yeah um and i haven't read the um i can't remember the name of the book that the irishman's painted or the uh, i think it's i heard paint. you paint houses yeah i heard you paint houses um and i haven't read that so i'm not sure how you know how they did the adaptation it was a very good screenplay but i just i think that for me the the fact that i'm so familiar with little women and then i could still like appreciate and Enjoy get new it things and out of it i thought was really yeah cool. and i think uh um i think the decision to not just tell that story linear linearly i think was very it's very it's like a kind of weird like it's risky but i think it i think they did a super good job with it so um again i think that i think uh i think that would be i would hope that little one little woman walks away with this one if joke uh, we're not gonna uh, yeah little women or the irishman i could see um, please I, not really, I mean i really like jojo please rabbit no. too I'm, I'm gonna say that for every time joker comes <laughs> up it's a movie that's accidentally good um yeah just please not joker that's 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 if there's one take thing you take away from my thoughts on this the oscars this year please not joker just sum it up there yep moving on um uh, yeah what do we got next we've got uh, we've got visual effects kind of a weird category here oh, we have yeah. endgame or avengers endgame the irishman the lion king 1917 and uh star wars the rise of skywalker Hmm. I don't really know which way to go on this one. I, the Irishman, like all the aging and de-aging stuff was cool, but in some ways watching it, some of the movements would take me out of Yeah, because you can tell that, you could still tell that uh, Robert De Niro is like a 75-year-old guy. Yeah, like the like scene trying to muscle somebody up. Trying and... to, I can't remember, like stomp on somebody's hand or something yeah and he's just moving a little gingerly even yeah. though he looks super young i mean it 
and like Vision credit to the cool, guy but... like he the credit to the guy he's like like roughing up because he's like selling it like oh 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 <laughs> but it, it just doesn't match the it's very clearly doesn't match with yeah so which, it's like you know isn't fair to the visual effects because the like, visual effects look, i guess like really cool, the, but... i guess the one thing i would say for irishman is that um it's a little weird at first but i think once you kind of get into it like into the movie like it kind of for me i kind of stopped noticing it after like the first 10 15 minutes yeah um i think that's true so i think that was um i think that was i think that was pretty cool um, I, I guess if I, I had gotta to... throw something in there mm. for Avengers Endgame, just because there were so many scenes in that movie that just looked like a big, you know, lots comic of graphics book panel, and I did really appreciate that. Um, and I love the Avengers, so mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I don't—they haven't won any oscars for any of those movies have they i don't think so yeah oh well maybe black panther won. no yeah black panther won, won for like costume and score yeah. that's right um, um so i could definitely see an argument there also uh and i feel like um i guess i'm gonna say that i think 1917 will probably win this mm-hmm. um the lion king just felt um to me like I, it is kind of unfair, but I liked the Jungle Book, but I did not like the Lion King like adaption. I guess like I was fine with the Lion King adaption. I think the Jungle Book adaption, I was very pleasantly surprised because I wasn't expecting to really like that. Um, but then the Lion King was pretty much exactly what I was expecting. Yeah. So I so it was fine, but and I think it also. I kind of ding it a couple points just because some of the um, some of the sequences are just literally just frame by frame match the original yeah animated one so it's like it didn't really take any risks yeah that's yeah. The, it's just it kind of feels you know it, it's not like they're just plagiarizing it you know mm-hmm. it's but it's I feel like it's hard to give them it just doesn't it doesn't it seems like as impressive as an achievement because so much of that like like the all the storyboarding of the whole thing was already done like 20 years ago i think that's fair i remember on like the vhs copy i had of the original there was a feature before talking about how they were drawing the lions and studying them and all that mm-hmm. and i remember it being super cool but you're right that was already basically done in 1995 or whatever and then they already had kind of the vision and then they were just doing a different yeah, medium so pl- not to discount all the work because it did look great but yeah, and plus it's just hard for lions to emote because they are lions and not humans and it <laughs> looks weird true. this is very true um moving on to the categories that we never remember what they mean um sound editing and sound mixing yeah i did my annual google and i still am a little confused okay but... do you want to drop that hot knowledge on us um, well, the New York Times article I was reading, I think, said sound editing is adding the sounds, more like sound effects, and sound mixing is the layering. Mm-hmm. Is that is that right? I think that makes sense. I look this up every year, and I remember it just in time for the Oscars, and then I forget it so that I have to Google it the next year. Okay, so for sound mixing, we have Ad Astra ford versus ferrari joker that seems odd 1917 and once upon a time in hollywood um i feel like war movies um 
you know i feel like that seems like the 19 if i feel like i don't think this is kind of like a, a larger thing but like i don't think 1917 i think i feel like 1917 is going to be like the oh that's the best picture like i feel like that's the one that is gonna like everyone i feel like that's the one that's going to kind of come out of nowhere and be like and just kind of yeah. randomly be the See, thing i mean i guess we'll get there when we get there but i i actually like 1917 a lot more than i thought i would um and I guess I could see it doing pretty well in some of these categories, yeah. too. Some of the more technical. Because, I mean, there were a lot of layers, I guess, mm -hmm. in terms of the different sounds. And It feels like that's, I think, that was one that they would pick up. And I think the sound of that movie was good. Mm -hmm. um, I also think that the, uh, um, this kind of goes off of, uh, I think, I like Once Upon a Time being in this category. Just because of all the use of, like, the... Um, like the radio like the ambient yeah. radio and city noise i think works to kind of set the scene in that movie really well mm -hmm. um so i i kind of hope it, it can sneak that one again this is another one i think that uncut gems should have been in here for like when they're all in the um in the shop and like kg and uh his friend and like uh the other guy are uh like in the um like in the little like check-in room or whatever and they're like the thing is broken so it's like keeps buzzing and everyone's yelling and it like layers all of this sound together mm -hmm. in a way that is like incredibly stressful and alarming yeah but is like very very evocative of the chaos yeah no you're right the sounds in that movie did a good job kind of building the tension and just making you feel really tense the whole time and stressed yeah i think yeah. it's very like effective mm -hmm. with that um sound editing I guess this one, based on our discussion, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because they just had a lot of really interesting ways that they built the world. Yeah. And it just was very... I mean, I could just, like, listen to Brad Pitt, like, drive around in the car and listen to music yeah. for hours and hours. Like, I think it... I think it, like... And the at, like, ads and all that. It's like... I think it, um... Like, the sound is important, and obviously these other... And, like, in the other cat movies, Star Wars, 1917 Joker, and Ford vs. Ferrari... But I think Once Upon a Time does a great, good job really kind of using that to, I guess, not just be, like, sound. Like, it feels like yeah. it is, like, it it feels essential to the movie. Well, the music and, and like, stuff this, is in the movie. I mean, he, yeah. like, when you're listening to something, he is also listening to it, yeah. you know? So I think that was really cool. And in that pers from that perspective, it's a lot more, like, present, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like I mean, I it obviously the sounds in a lot of the other movies that were nominated contribute to it, but I really did appreciate how immersive it was. Yeah. I think it does a good job to help put you in that time yeah i agree and i don't think other i don't think the other ones do that as well yeah i just thought it was a really unique what do we got next uh next up is a short film live action we might make a skip Ooh, this category because yeah, i'm gonna seen be honest i haven't so seen any of these i'm sure they're all wonderful films and they should all win and they're all great um uh short film animated i don't think i've seen any of these either yeah uh, some of these middle categories i just i kind of missed completely it's hard to like even see some of these short films sometimes yeah. with how they like 
get released. Oh, like, where am I supposed to watch them? I'm just not exactly. sure. Like, like the I've... Pixar ones, I'll see sometimes because they'll be behind, you know, the Pixar movie. Yeah. But some of the standalone it feels like I it's really hard to like even see how they, like, where you go to find. It. I've seen that. I watched that Hair Love one on Twitter. Oh, I haven't seen and that. And that one. was that was cute. And I hope I think I th- would expect that that would be the winner here. I think that one is really cute. Um and has a really good story um next up we have production design uh the irishman jojo 1917 once upon a time in hollywood and parasite okay production design is also one that i usually google but i forgot to google is it just the overall everything yeah i'm i'm making a a hand gesture (laughs) of the film (laughs) Uh, if you saw the hand gesture, it would make perfect sense. Um, yeah, I think it is. Um, again, I think this is a pretty. Uh, I think this is a tough category. Um, again, I I'm gonna take a, a, a while. I'm, I think this is another one of their uh, one of my. Uh, I think whoever wins this is gonna be the best picture. Yeah, you might be right. But I feel like this is this is a really tough call because I mean, like we were just talking about, like. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, from like the cars, the sound, the the editing, the all of that is so carefully crafted to yeah. put you in that place and does super well. But Parasite is a movie that is very meticulously um, designed and thought out, like with how the house works and mm-hmm. how that and how that all kind of plays together. That is. Um, Mm. And then 1917. 1917 is, is really impressive. So incredibly with, detailed. Yeah, and with all the, like those big long like big long like continuous kind of shots that they do are are really cool. Um, and they like hide the cuts really well. And it, so that this is a tough category for me. Yeah, I, think, I agree. Uh, mm. I don't really know if I even have a front runner. Gosh, this is really hard because I I'm I feel like be all these. To see what happens. For uh, sure. I think Irishman and JoJo, you know, are good mm-hmm. here, but I feel like it. I feel like it's kind of one of these bottom three that would be. That's kind of the here. way I'm leaning to one of either 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or Parasite. It's just I think for me they're so different that it's mm-hmm. hard to even really compare in my head. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I'm just gonna pick Parasite. I think it's Par- I'm gonna say Parasite by an inch. Yeah. Um, just because I loved that movie so much. Uh, anybody that we think was particularly robbed so far in this category? Uh... I guess I'd say the, the controversial, uh, most controversial film of the uh, Jones household, uh, The Lighthouse. I oh. Think, mm. I think has some great production design. <laughs> It's a great film. Um, it's well, a, it's a great film. I am sure we'll talk about this more later, but I <laughs> just was not a fan. I just felt like they could have told. I could have gotten just as much out of that as if it had been like a twenty-five minute film, and then I could have gone home and gone to bed. But it just felt like it went on way too long. I mean, there were parts of it that I liked, and we'll talk about that more later. I'm sure, but. Yeah, I was not not a huge fan personally. Moving on. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, music original song. I honestly don't remember. I haven't heard any of these. I don't these. think we've heard any of these, so we're going to skip this Well, I guess I heard the Rocket Man one, but I don't remember it. I don't remember that either. So, moving on. Moving on. Uh, music original score. Mm. We've got Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars. John Williams kind of, John Williams career achievement there. I mean, basically, when you see John Williams' name, you just have to. Do yeah, the you can't not right? nominate John. I mean, Williams. I love John Williams. Um, I'm trying to think. There I remember any... enjoying the score in 1917 quite a bit, and then I remember enjoying the Little Women score too. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what the Joker score was like. I don't really remember it either, but I think this is another one where I think. I personally think that the uh, that um, the uncut gems score was super cool, and it's like very ethereal and mm-hmm. um, and it, it's like a we- kind of weird instrumental uh, synthy stuff. That's not it's not like uh, super dark, but sometimes it's it's really cool. Like it kind of it feel feels odd. Um, at times but uh i um i think that was one that should have uh i think that should have been here um oh i also i i forgot i was kind of looking through my list just to make sure that we uh didn't forget anything for uh best um uh best uh, visual effects we forgot about the cats film oh yeah that's i <laughs> i think that is uh i, I think that like... should be up there uh yeah i mean i don't know what cats should be nominated for but it just feels like it was really something um can there be an oscar category that's just the most something that's just it it, this is it's just a wow yeah because i mean it was definitely not good definitely not good no but um no no but it was really something and I'm glad that we went to see it, honestly. I agree. Where are we going next? Uh, next up, we have... I think we're going to start getting into some people who got robbed here. Uh, we have makeup and hairstyling uh, for Bombshell, Joker, Judy, uh, Maleficent, and 1917. Um... Again, cats movie just <laughs> getting completely robbed here. Is it though? No, it's not. <laughs> it's makeup and hair, not makeup and fur. Oh, dang it! Completely different just... category. <sighs> well, Academy needs to expand that. I uh, I, we didn't see Bombshell. We didn't see Bombshell or Judy or Maleficent. So I guess of these, we only saw Joker in 1917. I did like the costuming in 1917. Um, I think that's a different co- category, though, isn't it? I thought it was in my make it. I think it's no, in. costume design is a separate category, I think. Oh, true. Now, weirdly, I'm looking at costume design now, and I know I'm jumping a little bit, but uh, 1917 isn't nominated in costume design. Oh, okay. Which is a little strange to me. But is in makeup and hair But is in makeup and hair. 
Huh. Yeah. I mean, I guess they did a good job, um, you know, since it was a period piece. Like, everyone did look correct, I feel yeah. like, for that time period and all the details and that kind of thing. Very meticulous. Yeah. I did think that Joker, the makeup and stuff, was good, though. And obviously the makeup is kind of a big part of... Yeah. Joker. <laughs> Just, again, please not Joker. Yeah. I don't know enough um, about the other ones. Yeah, I don't really judge. know enough to make a call on that one. Um, so I guess kind of moving on um, for international feature film, we have uh, Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Miserables, Pain and Glory, and Parasite. Uh, I haven't seen these other films, but I think Parasite is. I think Parasite is my best picture of the year, and I would. I imagine it will take this category. Yeah, I haven't seen the other ones, but I mean, it feels like this would just be... Par I mean, I can't see how Parasite wouldn't win this. Yeah, right. that's just from kind of name recognition yeah. alone. I feel like it would. that's how it's going to get in. Seems um, like a slam dunk. Uh, next up, we have film editing for Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. I don't know what Joker is doing here. Are you kidding me? This is where this is where we start to get into some some people who were robbed. Like, how is once Once Upon a Time not here? Yeah, how is you're Little right. Women not here? Yeah. Um, how is I, I? This is a touchy. This is gonna. Yeah, this is touchy. But how is like the farewell not here? I was really disappointed how that is, the farewell didn't get any nominations. How is uh? That felt like such a snub. Like, how is... Honestly, how is Knives Out on this category? Like... Yeah, I agree. This... I feel like this is where we start to see some of the real... As we get into some of these later categories, some of the snubs start to really kind of rear their head. Like, uh... I think I would give this one to Parasite. Um, I, I Joker in here is... I... I don't understand it. Just... I, I don't know what to tell just, you. It makes... Mm. mm. <clears throat> I can't. I can't do it. I got nothing. Uh, next up, we have. We're gonna skip documentary sports subjects since we're bad at watching documentaries and don't see them. Yeah. Maybe uh, someday. Maybe someday. Um, and documentary feature we only saw like one of those. Maybe we should skip that one too. Yeah, that works. Um, directing. Oh, here this we go. is this is the this is disgusting I can't I just don't understand how your movie can be nominated for best picture uh, best adapted screenplay uh, what else actress and actress supporting I'm and supporting sure. yeah and you don't get a director nomination. Like and, Greta Gerwig definitely yeah. should have gotten a nomination. And to be clear, here. directing is The Irishman, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time, and Parasite. So it's like, I guess I'm not. I mean, I feel like all of those directors are obviously good directors, but I just feel like it's a little bit ridiculous that Greta Gerwig didn't get a nomination here. Yeah. That just feels like a big snub. That, That's probably like, the biggest snub, I think. Yeah, and I think that I think this is absolutely like the biggest snub. And especially for like, you know, it's Little Women, which is a movie about 
the imp- recognizing the importance of women yes. and like the work that they do. It's very disappointing. It's just, for like the Joker director to get a nomination over that, the Little Women director, I don't. It just that's insane to me. That's 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 that makes that is that's awful. It's that very is so bad. I just I guess I don't uh, understand what makes a good director. Then if you have like great act, you know, if the acting performances are great, the movie gets a Best Picture nomination. Doesn't your screenplay that, kind of indi- that, you yeah, screenplay that you wrote gets a nomination doesn't that indicate that wouldn't the director that suggest get a nomination well it, it's it's kind of like um it's like another oversight with parasite which is like it, it is like you know in a ton of these categories but not a single actor from parasite That's is nominated mm-hmm. and um it's just kind of like well, how is this movie s- hmm yeah no that it just kind of just kind of make makes you go Hmm, I wonder why this international film with actors that aren't white got on didn't get any acting. It just it just makes, makes me you think. Ask some questions. It makes me sure. ask you questions. But like this is kind of where I think that um it might not even just be like a uh this is I think where you kind of start to see the ugly head of like whether or not you have the budget to campaign yeah or whether you care about doing it mm-hmm. cuz uh, I also think that, like, I think Uncut Gems being left out of a lot of these categories, too, also another, like, an A24 film like Little Women mm-hmm. is just, I don't know if A24 doesn't want to play the game, but I think it's kind of a bummer that they're going to, if that they're, if either A, they're just not doing good enough at schmoozing people and like that's just the game like it sucks but that's the yeah. game well, it's like, just disappointing i'm sure for all the people that work really hard on all these movies and then don't get the recognition when really the quality is there I yeah mean. exactly and it's like so it's a real bummer to see them like uh and you know like the, the lighthouse and the farewell just to like the farewell not getting like a single thing so across anything just yeah insane i like, thought maybe a screenplay nomination or something at least i know i just felt like that movie was also so midsummer good. but yeah, that's kind of midsummer. that's just horror, horror being though, horror always. being that's just another thing i we covered mainly about hereditary last year but yeah i know strangely i did like midsummer i think better than hereditary um it's a very empowering film. Well, it's, I mean, as disturbing as it is, it is sort of a happy ending. Uh, so kinda, yeah, kind of. You know, I don't know. For some reason, it worked more for me than Hereditary did. Hereditary Breaks up with her deadbeat boyfriend. And, mm-hmm. Finds a community who loves and supports her and understands her grief. What more do you want? That's Yeah, I mean, you know, there's some problematic elements with the community, but you know what community doesn't have their, their issues? It's a challenge. The society is not as... Not, I kind of no. forgot that was just this past year, though. For some reason, it felt like longer ago. So, yeah, I agree. It just feels like some of those movies definitely deserved to be here, um, and it is just disappointing that either, you know, for whatever reason... And I, and I think it's, like, enough of them not getting through that makes me think that they just dropped the ball on trying to push for them which that yeah. is just really frustrating to me because it's like if they i bet because it's like the they caliber is there it's like yeah. they just i feel like just feel like they didn't they just didn't like care enough to put them in which 
I, it, that's my take just because they got blanked like across the board i don't know what i mean little women though little women got the nominations and everything else and just greta gerwig didn't get the yeah director nomination so that just seems like a straight up snub to me yeah but that's that's crazy like that is by far the worst snub it's really bad i think i i, I can't think of a worse one this year no. um i guess of those nominees who would you go with uh i th- oof I think I would go with Parasite. I agree. I it's I it's agree. very it's razor thin with Once Upon a Time, which I think is, I think my I think is one of Tarantino's best movies in a long time. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed that, and I mean I'm like kind of up and down on Quentin Tarantino movies, mm. um, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and that how long was that movie? It was like two and a half yeah. hours maybe. I could have watched that movie all day like if that had been a five hour movie i would have sat and watched it for five hours i feel like yeah it's like the uh um no the irishman which was a four hour movie we had to split into two days because mm-hmm. that was a that was a lot of movie to sit it's a lot watch. of movie but i i guess i just you know i don't know if this is a fair way to judge a movie but if i how long it feels but like once upon a time in hollywood it really just was so enjoyable to just very watch well him and he wasn't even doing i mean he was just driving around la but i just really liked the way that yeah. was portrayed and i think um i guess to kind of go over it like i like how parasite does such a good job of seamlessly going from kind of a you know madcap comedy type thing to something very much not that mm-hmm. without but it it tells it does it it perfectly hits the line of things are very different but this is the same movie yeah and i think it handles that super well and i think the i i really liked um just some of the stuff uh in the irishman i think i'll kind of mention it in the i think more in the acting category and i guess for their um, the screenplay too but i think uh i think the thing that really makes the irishman special for me is just that last kind of half hour when it when kind of like the second part when it you know it's kind of a mob story about you know hoffa and all that but then it kind of turns into um you know robert de niro just being like the last one alive and and just and like all the things that they do to just show just how alone he is at that at the end of all this and like was it worth it for any of this like yeah what did it all mean like i, I think that is really cool um okay well let's keep rolling here uh next up we have costume design for the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women and once upon a time in hollywood mm. another tough category this is tough. Hmm. i think this is i think i might go once upon a time in hollywood on this yeah i honestly i'm torn um either that or little women yeah i think the little women costuming was great but the once upon a time in hollywood costuming was also great Mm -hmm. um and then i thought the costuming in jojo rabbit was really good yeah i thought that was really i thought that was great so i between those three it's pretty hard for me to to pick these are all really good good contenders i would say Mm -hmm. and even the irishman i think they did they do it yeah, I, even like kind of this is kind of tangential but like 
I don't know how they got so many like dudes who look like they who look like that kind of dude. Yeah. It's like we need every single like forty to fifty year old Italian man who lives in Philadelphia to come film this film this movie. And they're like, "Yep, you got a boss," and they're all there. It's just yeah. very funny. And I, I'm just like, "How do all of these dudes? How do they get all these dudes who just look perfect?" Like, um, yeah, the casting was good for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, I think I I think probably Little Women or Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. should take this in my I opinion. Uh, next up we have cinematography. Oh, this one should be a good discussion. Irishman, Joker, uh, The Lighthouse, nineteen seventeen, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I th- I'm trying to think a movie that may have gotten. Uh, movies that may have gotten snubbed from this category, in my opinion. Um, I think Parasite should be in this category. Yeah, I agree. I could see that. I think the Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw should be in this category. <laughs> That's another one that should be nominated in the really something category. Exactly. Oh yeah, just <laughs> ma- the shot. max spectacle. Really something. It's really something. Because sometimes I just want to watch a movie for the spectacle, and Hobbs and Shaw is nothing if not a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Which I did greatly enjoy. Also, Booksmart getting robbed across the board too. Oh yeah, Real I bummer. forgot about Booksmart. Yeah, Real that bummer. Is disappointing. Um, yeah, like why is like why is Joker here? I mean, yeah, that that seems crazy to me. But, I guess. Um, cinematography for me so this is the one thing that i liked in the lighthouse pretty much well there were a couple other things i still think it could have been a 25 minute movie and i would have been just as happy Mm -hmm. um but visually i do think that the lighthouse was really cool it's a very Um, unique looking um looking um movie here and i think that is a uh, and this is I kind of have a soft spot for it because I really liked that movie and I think this is the I think for they do so much with the movie that is black and white like with the lighting and it looks super like dynamic and um, and intense when like at times yeah. so I think I don't think it will win this I mean for me that being said I did like it but that being said for me I think 1917 is probably my pick just because the whole one shot thing and then how it was edited and Mm -hmm. stitched together i just thought was so cool and i thought that it really added a lot to the movie because you're just really intimately following those two guys on this mission and it just felt very um i know for this big war movie it felt very personal i guess yeah i think it does a good job of kind of that um that style i think also does a good job of i guess giving you a sense of the time because mm-hmm. it's you know it because it um you know it's like oh you have like 12 hours to do this um so but i think if having like a bunch of cuts in it or whatever that weren't kind of those smooth transitions would make it feel i i feel like that it kind of helps it really works to build the sense of time in the movie correctly yeah i agree um and there were a lot of shots in there that were just visually really interesting. Like the scene where he's running through um, that town and it's nighttime. Yeah, like that's just explosions. really cool looking stuff. So that... there's a lot of bright light um, yeah. and shadows. And I just thought that that was visually so striking. 
and I think this is a tough category because I, th I also really think like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has really good cinematography it's like not it's not as kind of flashy as something like 1917 mm -hmm. um, but again I think it is very carefully crafted to kind of like when you see like when it's just um, it, when it's kind of just sitting in Brad uh, it's like sitting in the passenger seat while Brad Pitt is driving like um, I still can't believe Parasite's not in this category that seems crazy to me is that a mistake? They got a lot of nominations and other stuff. Yeah. Though, so. Like, I don't know. I don't, again, I, <laughs> they get I just, their quota or something. I have a bone <laughs> to pick with the Joker movie. I just, what is it doing here? It's just, I don't, that seems crazy to me. Um, I think this will probably go to 1917. That would be my thought. But yeah. I also, this also feels like one that could, this feels like a random category, but it probably will not go to the lighthouse tragically, even though it deserves it. Um, Next up, we have the animated feature film. Uh, I don't think we saw any of these, actually. We did, we did not see any of these. I, and normally, I feel like we do go see at least some of the animated, but this year, just I don't know. None of them really no. look that interesting. So. Onwards. Onwards. Uh, actress in a supporting role. We have Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. So this one for me has to be Florence Pugh for Little Women. I think this is absolutely hers to... I mean, her Amy was just perfect because she really captured, you know, the immaturity and then mm -hmm. she grows to be this character that you just really care about yeah so, I mean, and i, and I think that's she like stole every scene that she was yeah in. i think i i think that's another one that um that's why like the time jump i think works so well because you can see her play these two kind of characters kind of pretty mm -hmm. closely together and you see just how much she has changed yes um it's a really good way to show the growth and show who she's become as as a woman you know mm -hmm. well she may have been when you know a silly like 12 year old or whatever like everybody mm -hmm. um and then you can see i have the small really thing prettiest feet in my veil she's so Hysterical. funny like just she's... So she has to win this um i think we need to talk about somebody who was robbed in this category who just performed at the super bowl oh yeah j-lo I was hustlers. really disappointed that Jayla that didn't seems, get That seems. I think here. she should be in here too. Yeah, because I thought she was great, but Hustlers didn't get any nominations. Hustlers did not get a single nomination. That's surprising because I did really enjoy that movie, and I thought that both her and um, oh my gosh, I cannot come up with her name. She was in um, Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. What is her name? Oh, I feel so bad. I thought she was really good, too. And the two of them together, I thought, just worked really well. I'm going to look it up quick, real quick. Keep stalling. Um, so I was disappointed that J... I thought this was really going to be J-Lo's year, but... Oh, well, I guess. it's. A, I mean, it's a tough category. And then Laura Dern in Marriage Story, I thought was Constance good. Wu. Constance Wu, yeah. Um, and then I thought Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit was really good, too. Yeah, she was cute and very... Uh... I thought I really liked her in that movie too. Yeah, this is a tough category. Um, For me, I mean, it seems like Florence Pugh, even though 
the other performances were really good. It seems like Florence Pugh is the standout for me. I think um, so, too. I hope that, you know, everyone recognizes that, but we'll see. Yeah, I think so, too, with a, a, with a slight asterisk that I think um, J-Lo should have been in this category. Academy just at it again. Always causing problems. They really, they do be like that. Uh, actor in a supporting role. We have Tom Hanks, uh, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt for actor in a supporting role. I feel like uh, once again, I'm going to talk about. Uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, uncut gems, because I feel like I feel like there is a uh, I feel like one could make a case for Kevin Garnett to be here. Uh, I think he does a good job playing himself, himself. <laughs> but in a way that fits into the, like the chaos of that world very perfectly. Yeah. Um. I agree that he did a good job. I don't know. Do you think he deserves... Who would you say he deserves to be there over, I guess, is where I'm struggling a little bit. That's the uh, that's the only thing, is just that this cat... I mean, those names, like Tom yeah. Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt. Like, I mean, that's a rough, like, that is, rough competition. That, it's... I can't... It, that's the thing, is, like, Kevin Garnett's performance is good, but... But Those is it are like Tom Hanks level. Is it Tom good? Hanks, Anthony know. Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, or Brad Pitt good? Yeah, that's where it's, I'm just not mm. sure. I mean, I think he did a great job. For yeah, sure, that but. seems very. Yeah, I don't think that's. I I didn't. I forgot just how completely it's a very stacked, stacked that was. Category. I think um, uh, uh, Kang Hu Song from Parasite. He's the dad. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been a good one to have here. Yeah, he was phenomenal. Um, but again, just this, this is just a brutal category. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I have a soft spot for. Oh man, this is tough. Um, I feel like Brad Pitt will win this. He was really good. He was very. He was very fun to watch and very, very good. good. Um, I think he deserves it. I like definitely. how they're just that movie's about two guys just being bros. Just, yeah. just, that's so good. Mm-hmm. I think it should. I think like it's a close second. I think Joe Pesci is like just right there. Mm-hmm. But um, Al Pacino, I thought was great. And too. Al Pacino going, "Wow, solidarity!" <laughs> <laughs> really, all those Irishman performances I thought yeah. were great. I think for me, I just. I think Brad Pitt just has it by like a nose. Yeah, this is just such a tough, tough category. But I think Brad Pitt kind of has to take that. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have actress in a leading role uh, for um, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Sersha Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Um, Again, really odd as we uh, um, we'll see across all of the uh, acting um, acting categories. The only person of color, um, or the only I guess the only black person, is nominated for literally playing Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Just hmm. Things that make you go hmm. Yeah, it is a little strange. It felt like this year. 
Like, this isn't, like, the Oscars so white from a couple years ago, but it feels like they just dodged that by, like, two people. On a, on, like, a technicality of, like, oh, be in your slave movie. Yeah. It's just, like, it just this feels sucks. like, I don't know, there's not a whole lot of diversity this year, but. No, and when it's there, it's pigeonholed, you know, I'll, I'll save this rant for another day. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I agree with you. I guess of this group, um, I mean, I didn't, we didn't see Bombshell, Judy, or Harriet. Um, I loved Saoirse Ronan in Little Women. I thought she was great. I thought Scarlett Johansson did a good job in Marriage Story, yeah. too. I am, um, I'm kind of going through just my list to make sure I'm not forgetting anybody. I uh, think this would have been a good one for um, Aquafina from The Farewell. Oh, that would have been great. I think yeah. she should have been here. Uh, I also think um, uh, Anna de Armas from Knives Out. I, I think she should have been in this category too. I thought she was Again, so good. I think she, I think her ability to like, it's kind of hard to be like, to kind of be wholesome it feels like it, it takes it's really hard to like be a super wholesome mm-hmm. kind of um yeah it's fun character. to play a villain yeah exactly it can be boring when you're just a but good i person. feel like it's really engaging to watch her be like someone who literally gets vomits if they tell a lie mm-hmm. um but still be so engaging through like her kindness and warmth and like her her cleverness i think um I think she was really great in that role. Um, I think this will pro. I will. I think. Mm, I feel like Scarlett Johansson will win this, but I think Saoirse Ronan should win this. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Scarlett. I don't think that would be. I feel like Scarlett Johansson would earn it, but I. Th- yeah. I, think, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I think I would definitely. I mean, if Scarlett Johansson won this, I would think it would be well deserved. But I did think Saoirse Ronan was great. Mm-hmm. But she's great in everything. So. Uh, yeah, she's wonderful. Uh, next up, we have actor in a leading role for uh, Antonio Banderas for *Pain and Glory* for a movie that I don't think is on anywhere. Uh, I have not anywhere seen else. That. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, and Jonathan Price. Um, this feels like a weird one. Um, I, I would like, I guess I'd kind of like Leonardo to, well, I don't really know if Robert, no, I just remembered Robert De Niro should be in this category. Yes, Robert De Niro should be in this category. That seems crazy to me. And I was surprised that he wasn't, um, especially because Al Pacino and Joe Pesci both got supporting. Yeah. It kind of shocked me that then Robert De Niro wasn't for lead. Yeah. And I think, and, um kind of like i was saying earlier it's like i like the irishman and i think it's pretty good for like the first kind of parts of the movie but like in that last half hour mm-hmm. i think is when robert de niro kind of really brings it home and i think it that like that part of his performance in that of that yeah. character of someone who's just like lived through all of this and is just like kind of like trying to make peace with it and is like um buying a coffin from action bronson or whatever it's <laughs> yeah. just it's just, i i think that stuff is i think that stuff is what makes the movie for me so i think it's very strange to see him not here no i agree with um you. again 
I, this is the last time I'm going to mention it, I promise. Adam Sandler, not here at all. I feel bad for Adam Sandler. Because that... I really did think that he was good in that. And it was such a, I mean, obviously huge departure from mm-hmm. most of what he's done in the past. And I really wasn't sure how it was going to be. But then, I mean, it was a really, yeah. really good movie. I he think did a great job. It's, it's, this is tough because I think Adam Sandler was my... I think Adam Sandler should have been in this category because I think he w- should have won it. Really? I abs- absolutely. Yeah. He, I think he... Mm. It was a good performance. I think... Well, I think it, the movie does a great, such a great job. Um, but, like, he's such a... He is a like his character Howie is a terrible, oh awful person. He yes. sucks so bad. It's really bad. He's just a degenerate, and you, you hate this guy. Just my anxiety level in that movie was so high the whole time, but and he's like, just juggling basically the whole movie. He's just juggling and trying to keep all these balls in the air, and it's just terrible because you just know that something is going to drop, and you just want to smack him and tell him to stop. But I mean, it's very engaging. And just, but like, he's such a just a awful guy. But like, through like the direction and just through Sandler's performance, like Mm -hmm. when you know, like when he uh, like in that just in that final sequence when like he like spoiler alert, spoiler, 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 spoiler. when he's uh, watching the Celtics game and you're like seeing and you're like rooting for him and and like I knew the outcome of that game mm-hmm. um, but I was still like on the edge of my seat like rooting for him hoping it would like just because I had bought in so much to like what they were doing with that character and Adam, and he did such a great job like selling that so yeah. it, it's like it's not that like, I don't care but who wins this but i just it's just i think two of my favorite performances of the year were just left out of this category yeah, entirely i think that's a fair fair criticism for sure so if i had to guess i think based on um the awards that they've already won i think joaquin is going to take this yeah um because he like just this won like one the, would be the one that i like definitely could see joker getting a win yeah. for um because he, I mean, he was so. Good. I think he was the best part of that movie. I agree, and I mean, I didn't like hate the Joker. I mean, there, were, I liked mm-hmm. it. Like it was fine, but I, you know, just thinking about the strengths of that movie, I feel like Joaquin Phoenix is the big strength in that movie. Yeah, I, I, I guess I feel like he does the. Uh, I feel I feel like he is what. Um, I guess there's a version of the Joker movie that has a, someone of a less caliber of an actor, and it just does yeah, not work at exactly. all. Exactly. Um. So I think he will be the one to take that. Uh. Um. Then we have. Uh, did we already do best direction? Yeah, yes. we did. Yeah. Um. And then then we have best picture. We have Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, so I think the only one of these that we didn't get around to seeing was Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them we did see. Which I feel like is pretty good for us. Usually That's we pretty good. You Usually, know, I feel like are trying to scramble at the last mm-hmm. minute and see a few. So really. We cleaned up. Good that's job. That's not too bad. Good job, team. I uh, hmm. like I said, I think I think I mentioned earlier that of the ones nominated, Parasite I think is my favorite. 
I think it will win Best Directing, but I do not think it will win Best Picture. Mm. Who, what do you um, think is going to win Best Picture? I feel like it's going to be an oddball. I feel like it's going to be like 1917. Mm. I mean, I, I did really like 1917, and I honestly was not expecting to like it that mm-hmm. much. Um, but it was one of my favorite movies. I think Parasite, for me, probably edges the others out just a little mm-hmm. bit. But 1917... And Little Women both, I just thought were great. And yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I really yeah. enjoyed. Also. I think that's probably my top three. Like some order of that is probably my top three as well, with the Irishman right there too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jojo Rabbit is was also great, but I think I think we kind of looking at the ones that have the you know, like the key nominations across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like I said, I, w- I would hope it would be Parasite. I w- but I would be... I I hope it's going to be Parasite. I think if I was betting, I would bet on 1917 winning it. And I think... Um, I'll just be salty if Joker wins it, because... <laughs> mm. It was fine. I guess fine. I was a little surprised to see Joker nominated just not because I didn't like it I mean I liked it okay I just didn't really I didn't really have a lot of staying power with me like I always kind of think about the movies that I thought about for a while after and that just wasn't necessarily one of those movies so I was just a little bit surprised again if we can just kind of if we could just you know just go ahead and kind of joker out of here and just kind of replace it with uncut gems that would be uh (laughs) I think right I, would, I would like that a lot. Um, yeah, I feel like that's. I guess that's kind of my theory. I think like kind of the dark horses are for this would be Joker and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I mean, the Oscars, the Academy does love a movie about movies, so that's true. It does have that? They do love a movie it. about movies, and you know, Quentin Tarantino ones are kind of. Yeah, I do think this is that was one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies. I think so too. Because sometimes I feel like Quentin Tarantino movies can be too Quentin Tarantino. Like The Hateful Eight, he went full Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. and there were parts of it that I still really enjoyed. But like as an overall, it was just a little too much. I don't know if I'm no, you're that. no, I understand. Yeah, but like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just felt like a much more watchable and enjoyable Quentin Tarantino movie to And me. I think it's, you know, there are still some pretty, uh, pretty some, you know, kind of classically, uh, you know, Tarantino violent sequences in the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. But I think just across the board, there's a, there's kind of a wholesomeness mm-hmm. almost, or like a, um... I guess it's more just for the majority of the movie. He's, you know, it's just Brad Pitt's kind of driving Leonardo DiCaprio around, doing chores, fixing the uh, cable on the roof or whatever. Um, It's just more like a regular everyday kind of thing. And then there's the kind of crazy, you know, violent sequence at the end. Yeah, but it's not like like the main point of the movie. And it takes like a a kind of a, you know, it kind of gives it like a happy ending. It does, yeah. It takes uh, a story that doesn't have a happy ending and it gives it a happy ending. Yeah, and it's kind of like, I think it kind of fits, um, I guess, you know, it's the, the world isn't perfect in that movie, but I think there is kind of like a just... It, it it's kind of almost 
self-aware in that it's kind of a nostalgia Mm -hmm. type movie but it kind of it kind of works i think like i think it works it it's not cheesy i think it's kind of invite it's like an inviting you to imagine like well, it's a history that maybe of, was a little less ugly. Which yeah, is it's cool. definitely got this kind of fantastical, mm-hmm. you know, what if kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, like a little bit of a alternate, you know, ending type yeah. situation. Um, like what if he'd had this neighbor that, yeah, you know, was a little bit different. Um, so I did really enjoy that. So I did think that that was, was a good, I don't know if it's going to win something like Best Picture, but I did really enjoy it. And then of the other ones, I mean, we talked about The Irishman. We talked a little bit about Jojo Rabbit, um, Marriage Story. I I enjoyed Marriage Story. I don't think I enjoyed it more than some of these other ones, though, for me. I mean, for me, it was just, it was really good, but it wasn't Little Women, 1917. Yeah, that's the thing. It was pretty good, but they were just... I think I liked Jojo Rabbit better than Marriage Story, too, actually. I think I did, too. Because I just, I thought that Jojo Rabbit was like a more, I don't know. I guess I really like the, I like the thesis of that movie. Yeah. Plus I think Taika Waititi is very funny. He is very funny. He's very, funny very talented. <laughs> it's like, did a lot of great things. Dude, that movie is just very funny. In a I lot thought of the ways. little boy did a good job too. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that actor's name, but I thought he did a really good job. Yeah. Considering so much of that movie is really just kind of him with his imaginary friend. You know, it's a lot for mm-hmm. a child actor, but I yeah. thought he did a really good job. I think that was that's a that's a good movie. Yeah, it's kind of a it's a pretty solid year, I think overall. But I think so too. Again, with a couple tragic robberies. There's always a few, though. There's always a few. But... It's just how how major they are. There were a yeah. few major ones this year, but again, the Greta Gerwig one is just that's just the worst one. For is sure. com- like it would have been bad any year for her to get for her film to get like those awards but not the directing one but for little women like come on that's that's just rude yeah that's disappointing for sure this is that's like her super villain origin story right there it's just it's (laughs) when when it happens we'll be able to trace it right back to this moment and she'll be entirely justified Mm -hmm. there's nothing we can do about it it is what it is it is what it is well i think that um kind of covers all the main categories uh, do you have any parting shots i don't think so i'm just looking forward to getting my oscar bingo card printed out get some wine make some snacks that's me rubbing my hands <laughs> but no i'm i think i'm good all right well hey thanks for joining us for the uh uh annual mike and sarah oscar pod we'll catch you next time peace